0: Father God, Father God, help us to know your word more today. As we gather around your word, Father, help me to speak the words that you've sowed into my heart today. Father, help me, us to know what you want to say to us today. Father, I pray that our hearts will be open to hear. Our lives will be ready to respond in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so my title for today is really, uh, it's actually the book, it's a really good book by Philip Yancey. Uh, That's not uh, particularly where I went to with the content, but I just love the title. So, What's So Amazing About Grace? You know, there's, there's, and it's amazing that actually Derek didn't know this. Uh, Julia picked some of the scriptures, or Paul's letter to the Ephesians to quote from this morning. Derek started off with, um, the song amazing grace grace is so amazing and um so it's just been good about how god has connected this all together so we all know this song so well amazing grace how sweet the sound the saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now am found was blind but now i see this was written a hymn written by john newton On his way to Africa. Um, He was a young man. He was uh, ridiculed for his faith. And as they sailed towards Africa. A storm came. A bit like the storm that maybe. uh, um, Jonah experienced. A a storm that looked like it was going to overwhelm. All those who were on the boat. The waves and the wind. They battered the ship. went on for hour after hour after hour. The sailors really struggled to. To. to keep the boat afloat. And uh, John Newton knew this was a lost cause. And finally, in desperation, he threw himself on the deck of the ship, even amidst the rain and the wet, and said, Lord, have mercy on us all. John Newton did not deserve mercy, but what he received that night was mercy from God. And so he was so thankful he felt saved. And so when he returned, he wrote this hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. And this man who was a slave trader turned into a preacher and kept on telling people about the storm and how God saved him from the storm. And so let me just go on to read some of these words because they are powerful, amazing words. And they are true today. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. In this time of lockdown, in this time of concern, in this time of worry, grace can relieve our fear, and grace can bring us to a place of peace. And that grace will appear supernaturally. It starts on the the day we first believe, the hour we first believe, as John Newton wrote but it goes on to appear again and again and again. That amazing grace. Through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. Tis grace has brought me safe thus far and grace will lead me home. Many people are at the sharp end doing stuff and feel in, in the battle zone Every, every day they have to put on a protective gear to keep them safe. And they have to pray. And they are at risk. But they pray and they go into the battle. And through dangers, toils and snares. Things that will ensnare us. We've already come through some and we're going to get through more. And God is going to... I want to say to people who are listening this morning. God is going to get you through this. Reach out to him as John Newton prayed on that deck. On that ship on the way to Africa. And say... God, carry me through this, that I will not be ensnared by thoughts that will get me stuck, for it's grace that will lead me home. And then this wonderful, wonderful verse that says, when we've been there 10,000 years, bright signage of the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Now, it's just amazing that there is a place for grace even unto eternity grace amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me like you and me and paul writes about this in his letter to the ephesians he says paul an apostle of christ this is the beginning of ephesians chapter one by the will of god to the saints who are in ephesus and faithful in jesus christ grace to you and peace from god our father and the The Lord Jesus Christ. And, church, I want to say, and those listening today, wherever you are in the world, and just let me check for a moment just to see where we are seeing people view from this morning. Welcome to people in Italy, uh, Nigeria, uh, Spain, Norway, Northern Ireland, India, uh, Yemen, uh, just to name a few countries who are listening this morning. Welcome to our service and grace and peace to you wherever you are in the world. Blessed. He's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places with Christ. Let's put ourselves in a place where we can get showered with blessings. Let's ask God that he might provide. If we don't ask, then he may not because we're not asking. He says you do not have because you do not ask. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that he should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Sons and daughters. You know, uh, uh, children who have parents, biological parents, um, you know, that you are born into a family. But you know there are many who are adopted or fostered and they are chosen. And that is what God has done with us. He has chosen us. He has chosen us for his good pleasure and his goodwill. For us to fellowship with him. For adoptions as son and daughters. To the praise of the glory of his grace. By which he made us and accepted in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to his riches in grace. And this is the crux. We celebrated it only a few weeks ago that through his blood shed on the cross at Calvary, Jesus died and he paid the price. The consequence of sin was broken as Jesus died on the cross at Calvary and he conquered death because it was that empty tomb on Easter Sunday that we celebrate. But it's the riches of this grace that I want to get our heads around today it's not just a nice bit of grace that we get at the beginning it's grace upon grace upon grace grace upon grace upon grace that you and i would know the fullness of this grace we would know fullness of peace peace that would overwhelm uh, worry hope that would overwhelm hopelessness because we are to abound and towards us in wisdom and prudence And as he went on to say, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, in which he purposed in himself. Jesus wants the purpose in us. He wants the purpose in us. That we would know. We would know his purpose for us. We would know his purpose with us. We'd know his blessings upon us. And we'd know the fullness of that grace. He goes on to say, because one of the things I want to really challenge us about is, okay, so how much does his grace cost? There's a saying that says, if, if a deal's too good to believe, walk away from it. If you've ever been somewhere where somebody said, hey, want to buy this uh, DVD player, 20 quid? Um, it's not in a box and it's not wrapped up and you, know, you probably know where it's come from. When someone offers you meat and says this is you know re- really cheap prices, it's probably gone past sell by date. And so sometimes... Um, when somebody offers you a gift that's um, unbelievable or a, a, an offer that's unbelievable, sometimes it's so easy to walk away. When somebody offers you a free gift, if I stood here right now and offered you a £10 note or a £20 note or anybody just said, here, this is for you. Let me, let me just visualise that for you at the moment. If I just held up a £10 note and said, this is for you, you say, well, what do you want? What is it you're looking for what's the trick and so we're cynical sometimes to believe that there is that the gift is the gift is truly free but as we read in ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest anyone should boast But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us. I'm sorry, I've jumped on to my next verse there. Lest anyone should boast. By grace, by grace you have been saved. This is a free gift from God. There is no, there's nothing that we can do to deserve it. It's not about who we are. It's about who he is. Jesus Christ went to the cross willingly for you and for me and for that grace gift to come again and again to you and to me. And grace is a forerunner and a partner with peace. So we don't deserve this grace. We don't deserve this mercy. We don't deserve this love. But God loves us enough that he wants to give us that free gift. And so I want to encourage us to know this, to know us in all its fullness. To know who we are in Christ, you know there are, uh, you know the source of grace is God, and He wants to give it to us. And it's not about who we are. We d- we cannot earn His grace. We, it's, some of us, I, I, a number of times in my life, I've had people say to me, Dave, when I get my life sorted out, when I get my life sorted out, um, when I get my life sorted out, I will come to church. And I say, well, I'll see you when I see you, Um, because actually I get things wrong, too, and uh, I sin. And then I turn to God and I say, I'm sorry. Sorry, Lord. Sorry for this. And God hears our prayer, but it's not about what we've done. It's not about who we are. It's about who he is and what he's done for us. God is so faithful and true. It goes on further in Paul's letter to Ephesians to say this in chapter 2, verses 4 to 7. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, dead in sins, we'd done things that we're not proud of, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Again, we hadn't got it all sorted out. We were sinners. We had fallen short of uh, of what God had for us we did things that God would God would uh, would not be pleased with I had a mum who seemed to have an all-seeing eye um, sometimes I'll be upstairs maybe doing something as a child that I shouldn't be doing and there would be a voice-up saying David where are you what are you doing and I think how do you know and sometimes I think we feel like that with God we think that God can see and therefore he won't like us, he won't love us. Well, it's not about liking what we do. It's about loving us because he loves us, he wants fellowship with us. It's by grace we have been saved and raised, and he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus so what is so amazing about grace what is so incredible about grace well firstly it's freely given it's freely given by God so freely receive it don't start putting other things in the way Um, don't start putting well okay I don't really feel I deserve this free gift There must be somebody more worthy to receive it. And I'm particularly not just talking about a gift of salvation, but a gift of grace too. So don't think, well, there are other people who need this piece. God has plenty. God has plenty. I'll come to that in a moment. But it's freely given, so freely receive it. There's also a place where we think, do you know what? I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough. Well, it's not about who you and I are. It's about who he is. He's a heavenly father and he wants a relationship with his adopted children. And he wants a relationship with us so that we might know his heirs and graces and his grace in all its fullness. And it's strange because, you know what, even though it's free, we still want to pay. We still kind of set out some way, some religious habits of trying to earn our way to get the grace that God wants to give us. Actually, we just need to lay hold of it and to know what that grace is. Well, his grace is abundant. It won't run out. It's not like our petrol tanks on our cars where there's a amount of grace and then we need to go and refill. And maybe we as humans do, but God doesn't run out. His, his storehouse in heaven is full. And it's abundant and it's never ending. And so when we read in scripture, God is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. That is so true. That is so true. So let me pray. What's so amazing about grace, God, is that you want to give it to us. So, Father, I pray for those listening, those who've never heard the message of grace before, that they might pray the prayer that John Newton wrote in that hymn. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved someone like me. I once was lost, but now I've been found, thank you, God, to blind but now I see. And so, Father, I pray for anyone who's never heard that message before, who wants to say, Father God, I want to get to know you more. Would you give them a gift of grace that salvation might come to their house today? They might say, I need this, Father. I need this relationship with God. And I know and understand now that the way to God is through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me so father that way has been made open, not in our own strength but through jesus and so father thank you for that free gift of grace thank you for that free gift of love and for those people who are struggling today because they need grace they need more grace firstly i want you to open your arms open your arms to god and say lord would you fill me again with your grace would you fill me again Because I need grace, I need peace, I need peace. Some people today need a peace in their minds. Allow grace to come and overwhelm you, that peace will fill your mind. That peace will still your your troubled thoughts. Peace will still your sleep. I want to pray for good sleep. For those people who are struggling with sleep at this time, I pray for a good sleep. I pray that in Jesus' name. For those who are concerned and worried and are woken by thoughts, Father, I pray that, Lord, you would give them dose upon dose upon dose of your grace and your peace in Jesus' name. And finally, for those who are concerned about others, who are worried about friends, neighbours, family, um, people you know who are at the sharp end, people you haven't heard from, Father, I want to pray for grace upon grace upon them as well. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that you've spoken to